Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soccer Betting Blitz. I'm your host, Andrew. Today is Friday, June 18th, 2021. And today in the top five, we're going to be going all around the world with one game in the Euro Cup, one game in the MLS, two games in the Australia A-League, and one in the Copa America. So let's go ahead and get started on Saturday morning, where Hungary host France. France come in at minus 315 to win the match. The draw is plus 410, and Hungary are plus 1,000 to win. This game is in Group F of the Euro Cup. Currently, France are in second place. Uh, they're, they're tied with Portugal um, with one win, um, but they actually are losing on the goal differential. Portugal won 3-0 against Hungary, while France won 1-0 against Germany. So, technically, France are in second place right now, while Hungary are in fourth place. Again, they lost their match to Portugal. Uh, but they are below Germany, who are currently in third, because Germany only lost by one goal, and Hungary lost by three. This game is taking place in Hungary, and Hungary are going to be desperate to get some points. Um, really, it's going to be very tough for them to get through at all, but facing Portugal, France, and Germany is going to make it extremely difficult for the Hungarians to qualify. But if they're going to, they have to get some points in this one, considering that they lost their first match. Now, France is perhaps the best team in the world, and I can see France... Uh, getting a result out of this. Hungary, I think their best option is going to be to try and play tight and try and hit France on the counterattack. However, France has an excellent defense, maybe the best in the Euro Cup or perhaps the best in the world. And so I don't see Hungary being able to score. So looking at this, I think there's two options. I think you can either take France to nil if you think Hungary are not going to end up scoring at all, which I think there's a very good chance. And that price actually comes in at minus uh, 177. Or, if you think Hungary are able to get a to get a goal, maybe you think that perhaps they could get a penalty. Who knows what could happen? There could be an own goal. We've had a couple of those so far in the tournament. If you take France and just under three and a half goals, you can get that at minus one sixty-seven. So pretty similar prices. Um, I see Hungary playing tight. I see uh, it making it hard for France to break them down. But eventually, France should get that goal, at least one goal, perhaps two, to open it up. And if France does get the lead, Hungary are going to have to open up because they have to get points. They have to get goals. They cannot lose a second match. There's just no way that they're going to qualify for the round of 16 if they do that. So Hungary are going to have to push, which means France could get another goal. That could lead towards the France to nil because, again, I don't see Hungary actually penetrating the French defense. So I think there's two ways to play it, but definitely see France coming out on top. So either France to win to nil or France in under three and a half in this one. Next up on Saturday night, we have a MLS match between the Columbus Crew and the Chicago Fire, hosted by Columbus. The crew come in at minus 129 to win the match. The draw is plus 250, and the Chicago Fire come in at plus 360 to win. Looking at the standings, Columbus are currently in 6th place in the Eastern Conference while, uh, on 11 points, while Chicago is in 13th place on 4 points, and that is out of 14 total spots. Looking at recent form, Columbus have three wins and two losses in their last five, while Chicago have one win and four losses in their last five. And in, their, and in those four losses for Chicago, they were not able to score at all. So they only have one goal total in their last five matches. That's in the 1-0 victory over Inter-Miami. In their last five at home, Chicago actually have three wins and two draws, while on their last five on the road, Chicago have one draw and four losses. So form is definitely on the side of Columbus in this match. Neither of these teams are very free-flowing uh, scoring teams. Columbus average only 1.9 goals per match, while Chicago only average 2.1 goals per match. At home, Columbus are actually averaging 2.3 goals, uh, with 
uh, two overs and one under on the over two and a half market, having scored five and given up two goals. While on the road, Chicago matches average 2.3 goals per match. Uh, Chicago's only scored one goal and given up six for one over and two unders on the two and a half goal market. So I'm expecting a low scoring game in, in this one. I think it's likely that Chicago will not actually be able to score. Columbus's defense is good enough that they should be able to show, to hold the fire out. Um, again, on the road, Chicago just are not scoring goals. So Chicago should be able to keep them out of the net. And I don't see Chicago being able to keep Columbus off the score sheet as well. Now, that being said, Columbus isn't going to score a whole lot. So I think you could take just the plain Chicago, uh, excuse me, the Columbus crew on the money line that comes in at minus 129. I think that's a pretty good bet. Um, but if you wanted to put that together, uh, say under with under three and a half goals, so Chicago or excuse me, Columbus winning and under three and a half goals, you actually get that at a plus price at plus 150. I'd be very hard pressed to see four goals in this game. Uh, neither team really scores that much or gives up that many. And Columbus should end up winning this match. So safe bet is to just take Columbus on the money line. But if you do want to add a little bit of value and get a plus money price, you can do under three and a half goals as well. I think uh, that together is a pretty good bet and it should hit as well. For our third and fourth matches, we're actually going to transfer over to the Australia A-League. So on a Saturday morning, this is early Eastern. This is 5.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we have a kick between Sydney FC and Adelaide United. Sydney come in as minus 165 to win. The draw is plus 325, and Adelaide United are plus 375 to win. This game is actually the first game of the semifinals for the Australia A-League. Um, Sydney qualified as the number two seed, so they had a bye for the quarterfinals, while Adelaide United, they ended up fifth in the regular season. And in the quarterfinals, they went on the road and beat the Brisbane Roar to advance against Sydney. Looking at the recent history between the two teams, Sydney have won their last five matches, uh, four of which were to nil. They only gave up a goal, and that was actually against Adelaide United in the second-to-last game of the season. That was on the road at Adelaide. For Adelaide, they have two wins, one draw, and two losses in their last five matches as well. And of course, that does include the quarterfinal victory over the Brisbane Roar on the road. In their last five at home, Sydney have three wins and two draws, uh, three of which are actually wins to nil. And on the road for Adelaide, they have two wins and three losses in their last five. In this match, I'm actually expecting Adelaide United to keep it tight. I'm going to throw out Sydney's victory over Adelaide, uh, 4-1 to one on the second-to-last match of the season. Uh, at that point, Sydney at least had been uh, locked in their position, and Adelaide as well. They were already in the playoffs, so I'm not going to put too much stock into that one. Get towards the end of the season, they're a little bit of throwaway games. So uh, I'm going to ignore that one and just think about the fact that we are in the semifinals of this tournament. And that usually means tighter games, especially in the first half. Now, Sydney are not a high-scoring team as well, having scored only 39 goals in 26 matches. Now, that being said, they actually gave up the fewest amount of goals in the entire league. They only gave up 23 goals in 26 matches as well. So I don't expect Adelaide to be able to penetrate very much, but I think Sydney are going to try and sit in and make sure uh, that they win a close, tight game. I do expect this to be low-scoring. Uh, I can see Sydney winning uh, maybe 1-0. Possibly 2-1. to one. Uh, It is possible that both teams could score. But I think there's a good value on Adelaide 
being able to keep it close. So in this one, I'm actually looking at Adelaide plus 1.25 goals on the Asian market. And that actually comes in at minus 175. So if Adelaide lose this match by only one goal, you actually win half your bet. The only way this bet loses is if Sydney actually end up winning by two total goals. So I'm going to ride on Adelaide being able to keep it tight. Um, I think Adelaide, again, plus 1.25 goals is a pretty good bet. I think they should be able – I expect them to lose. I expect Sydney to advance in the end, but I think it's going to be a tie game. I think they're only going to win by one. So we're going to do Adelaide plus 1.25 goals on the Asian market at minus 175. For our fourth game, we are also in the Australian A-League again, and this is going to see the first round or the number one seed, Melbourne City FC, play host to MacArthur FC. Melbourne City are minus 177 to win the match. The draw comes in at plus 295, and MacArthur are plus 475 to win. Again, Melbourne City was the top team in the league this year. Uh, they ended up finishing first, while MacArthur uh, were the last team to qualify. They finished sixth in the league, but they advanced to the semifinal round by winning on the road at the Central Coast Mariners. Melbourne City were by far the best team in the league this year. They scored 57 goals, the most of anybody in the Australian A-League, and only gave up 32, while MacArthur scored 33 and gave up 36. So they were involved in more lower-scoring games, more tighter you know, tighter games, as opposed to Melbourne City, who blew out a lot of their opponents with their stellar offense. Like the previous game, I expect MacArthur to try and keep this one close. That's going to be their best bet, is to try and pack it in and help Mel- hit Melbourne City on the counterattack. Unfortunately, Melbourne is too good to be broken down by MacArthur. I fully expect Melbourne to put up a couple goals in this one, and they really should win. Definitely advance, but they should win in the 90 minutes. When these two teams met in March of this year, Melbourne ended up winning 3-0 with all three of those goals coming in the first half. So they ended up just cruising to the to the 3-0 victory um, back in March, and I expect much the same. Now, it might be a little bit tighter, because, of course, we are in the playoffs. So MacArthur are probably going to put up a little bit of a better fight. Um, But I do expect Melbourne City to win this match. So I think you can very easily just take Melbourne City on the money line. Again, that comes in at minus 177. That's really good value for that. But taking into account Melbourne City's offense, I think if you add in the over one and a half goals, you can add with the Melbourne City money line, that actually comes down to minus 125. I think there will be at least two goals scored in this match, and those should be both by both scored by Melbourne City. I don't think MacArthur are going to actually penetrate the defense and score, so I could definitely see a two-nil victory. Um, but again, they are going to MacArthur are going to try and keep it tight, so I wouldn't go a whole lot higher than that. So I think Melbourne City uh, just simply on the money line is great value, but if you want to add in over one and a half goals, that should hit as well. So that's the two picks in this one. And our final match, again on Sunday, is in the Copa America, where Ecuador uh, plays to Venezuela. Ecuador are minus 137 favorites. The draw comes in at plus 245, and Venezuela are plus 450 to win the match. Again, this one is actually being played in Brazil, so we don't really have a home and a road team. Now, looking at the recent statistical data for these two teams, in Venezuela's last five games, they have one win, two draws, and two losses, and in those five games, they only scored three total goals. They've actually been shut out of their last three matches. For Ecuador, they have two wins and three losses in their last five matches, having lost the last three and only scoring one goal in those three matches. 
and one of Ecuador's wins was against Bolivia, who is not very good, and that was in a friendly at home. So you have to take that one with a little bit of a grain of salt as well. Now, both these teams are in Group B of the Copa America, and Venezuela currently sit on one point. They have a draw against Colombia, and they have a loss, while Ecuador are on zero points. They've only played one match so far, and that was a loss also to Colombia. So both these teams have actually played Colombia so far. Because this is still early on in this tournament, we don't have a whole lot of good statistical data to back ourselves up in making a pick in this one. So we just have to look at the overall international fixtures played by these two teams. And based on what I'm seeing, I'm not seeing a lot of goals on either side. Again, Venezuela have failed to score in their last three matches, while Ecuador have only scored one goal in their last three matches. And points are at a premium in the Copa America because four out of the five teams in each one of the groups are going to advance. So we have 10 teams total who are in this, who are in the group stage, and eight of them will actually advance. So only a couple points could see you through. So any points that you can get are important, even if you're just getting draws. And this group is a little bit tighter than Group A. Um, we do have Brazil in this group who should blow through everybody. Uh, Peru, they're playing fairly well. Uh, despite the fact that uh, they just lost to Brazil last night. Um, but Peru are still playing well so far. And we have Colombia, who have gotten off to a rough start having lost their first two games, but they are a quality team. And I think um, going into this, it wouldn't have been surprised if they had actually finished second in this group. And they do. Ex I do expect them to qualify. So for Venezuela and Ecuador, they do need to get points in this match. So I expect something tight. I expect them to both be trying to not lose as opposed to winning uh, and hitting the other team on the counterattack. So for this one, I'm looking at under two and a half goals, and that actually comes in at minus 167. I can definitely see this as a scoreless draw, or I can see one of these teams winning 1-1. At most, this is going to be a 1-1 draw. I don't expect a whole lot of goals. I expect both teams to try and play tight and to try and make sure that they're securing at least one point in this match. So that's what I'm going to go for, under two and a half at minus 167 for Venezuela and Ecuador in the Copa America on Sunday night. And that's it for this edition. Again, thank you very much for listening. Um, please hit that follow button. Please go ahead and, and uh, follow this podcast. We're brand new. We're trying to get started, trying to get off the ground. So any support is greatly appreciated. Uh, good luck with all your bets and have a great day.